Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's your boy, your big brother, your crazy uncle, the man who ate the last piece of pizza. It's me, Omizi. I got something I want to talk about. Come holla at me. Hey, y'all. What's going on, man? Bruh, it's been a minute. Yo, I apologize for those who actually like my podcast, who've been listening, man. Sometimes you just don't feel like people listening, yo, but y'all listening. Y'all want to hear from me. It's all good, man. I, I'm coming back here. A lot of things been going on in life itself, and sometimes you just got to take a step back and live life. Because, bruh, life has been happening. I don't plan to be for you long, real talk, right now. I just want to talk to you a couple minutes here. Um, I, what I was doing this here, I see that a lot of things have changed up with the site here. Um, we on Anchor, and I've been trying to to get some things straight with the podcast and with my site and make it look good. And, and I, I ended up not doing nothing. <laughs> what I did try to do, man, is I, one thing I was having a fight with was getting this picture together, man. I tried to get a picture and something just wouldn't sit right. And I started laughing at myself because I've noticed my own picture that I got up there. Man, have you ever looked at photos, people's profile photos when you go scroll through social media, different things of that nature? You can always tell what's going on in somebody's life kind of by what the photo looks like. I'm telling on myself a little bit. If the photo is really close, you can tell that somebody has a weight issue or is afraid to tell anybody about their weight. Uh, if the photo is in a group, it can tell definitely that somebody feels like they are not enough or their friends are uplift, are the ones that uplift them and make them valuable. If you can see a photo of outside is somebody who don't want to put their face on the internet because they scared of what's going to happen and yada, 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 yada. If it's somebody who put themselves out there uh, in uh, the freakum dress, that lets you know that they done probably got out of a relationship and they trying to let him know you ain't the only game in town. You messed up when you left me. Now, these are just overgeneralizations of some things here, but it's a it's a thing that I wanted to touch on today, talking about what you put forward. Man, it's funny because everybody has an image. Everybody has something that they're trying to portray to folks, but a lot of things, what people are doing is being fake, man. People are being fake because they're sending out their representative. They're not sending out the actual image of who they are. They're putting out what you want, what they want you to see. I want you to see that I'm a nice guy. I want you to see this nice lineup. I want you to see that I um, that I got my children and stuff like that. But I don't want you to see the background of what's going on in my lifestyle. I don't want you to see that I'm probably an alcoholic a little bit. I don't want you to see that my day drinking and day night eating and everything drinking. I don't want you to see that I got a lot of things that's going on in my relationship that I don't like. And that, uh, and that I really need some help on, but I'm not going to reach out because uh, I want my image to look right. Image is killing us. Image is killing us. And the main, the main weapon that image is using to kill us is 
comparison. We're comparing ourselves to other people that's around and they're lying too. And that's what's so crazy to me because people lying about stuff to folks who to try to impress other people who are lying about some things. And the truth is, no, none of these people actually matter when it comes in the long in the bigger uh, span of things. In your life, the ones that matter most to you are the ones that are connected to you. I always say that your voice, your 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 spirit, your body hears your voice first when you say something. Mainly because it's the most important one of the years. So if you speak something negative about yourself then you hear it first because it's the first voice of ears. Everybody else is secondary. You need to make sure that what you're saying is building you up. What you're saying is so important that it makes you get stronger and better for you, not for anyone else. Man, image is so important that God deals with us in a way that he wants to, he wants our image to come to the image of him. He wants to, us to look like him, and it doesn't matter how much it hurts. Sometimes it doesn't matter how bad the outside looks. He wants to make sure that when it gets to the end result, that you look exactly the way he wants you to look. He doesn't care if the people that are around you don't understand how you're looking right now. He does not care. He says that the steps of a righteous man, steps of a good man, are ordered by the Lord. He said, though he falls, he will not be utterly cast down, but the Lord will lift him up with his hand. Now, if I'm ordering your steps and you mess up and you fall, that means that you took a misstep. That means that you stepped a little bit outside, or maybe you just weren't strong enough to take the step and you fell a little bit. Well, the thing about God is that he counts you and he puts you right back up with his own hand to make sure that you keep walking that same line so that you keep going along with that image and get formed into the image of the fullness of the greatness of God. He doesn't want you to look like a stranger. That's why when you get there, there in the Bible, when it says that when we all get there to, to the throne room and people say, God, I, I preached in your name and I taught in your name and I prophesied in your name. He says, depart from me. I never knew you. Oh my God. I would. I, the, the, this is one thing that I used to have nightmares about showing up to heaven after it's all said and done. And he's saying, depart from me. I never knew you. That's the scariest thing to even think about on this side, let alone on the other side, when you show up there. He never knew you because you don't look like somebody he knows. And it ain't got nothing to do with what you got on your body. It has nothing to do with how you're dressing right now. It has nothing to do with whether you wear jeans or, or a long dress or anything like that. He wants you to look like him on the inside. Let your heart show what it is, what, what he actually says to you. The word says, "There's uh, he says, your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against it. Your word is transcribed on my heart that I won't turn away from God. It's been written there so that I can remind myself on a regular. I'm always reminded of what God wants to see in me. It's not about him seeing on the front 
because there's a lot of preachers, pastors, and everybody that look the part, smell the part, can pray in They can speak the part. They can say all the good stuff that sounds so good. It sounds so good, but they don't look what God, they don't look like what Yeah, man. They can say all the all the tongues and everything else, but they don't look like what God wants them to look like, man. You want to look how God wants you to look. You want to look familiar when you show up. That's what needs to happen. God wants you to look familiar. It's crazy because we are often people often go by the name of Christian or go by the name of being saved, but the activity of their life is completely separate from it when nobody can really identify who you are because you don't look like what you say you are right people in my family for the most part look exactly alike uh, there's one or two of us that might not look exactly alike but if you look at our nose or something like that you can pin this out but for the most of us if you look at us we all have the same visage we all look got the same eyes we got the same head we got the same all of us look alike all of us can sing. All of us got different things, different timbre of voices. We all look alike, man. So we all in the same family. So when you talk about we all in the same family, if somebody shows up that has a completely different look from us, a completely different face, completely different hair color, completely different way of carrying herself, and I'm looking at you, are you looking at me, and I'm looking at you, and you looking at us. I'm saying, you talk about you one of us. No, you're not. You're not one of us. You're somebody else. You're an infiltrator. And that's how God feels when you say something. That's why Jesus was so hard on the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And he used to call them hypocrites. Now, the word that he, we have a bad termination. Termination. Well, that's, I'm making up words now. We have a bad connotation on the words on the word hypocrite now because of everything that's been said through the word, through the, the Bible and to how he say it now, but what hypocrite actually, the word he used at that time was a Greek word, you know, the way he actually said it, it was, it didn't mean something completely bad, it meant that he was an actor. Now, to somebody who's supposed to be an upright citizen of the Most High God, or an upright priest, yeah, it was bad, because he was telling him, oh, you're not what you say you are, you're just an actor, you're just acting a part. And that's what he kept calling, oh, you hypocrites. Y'all just, oh, okay, y'all just some actors. You're not real. He was frustrated because they were hypocrites acting the part and their hearts were far from it. And the reason why he got upset is because this lifestyle, your, your whole heart's going to have to be into it. The inside, the outside, all sides gonna have to be into this thing because you're going to have to, you're going to have to be able to learn, lo learn to love somebody in a time when they're unlovable. You're going to have to be able to be kind to somebody when you feel like hitting somebody. You're going to have to be able to do the work of the ministry at a time when you're ready to cuss everybody out and when your whole life is falling apart. You know, that's what looks like him. He was able to still minister while he was being nailed to a cross, bruh. He was able to still uplift people when he truthfully didn't have the, he didn't have a place to lay his head. He went from pillar to post. He had to, he called a fish forward out of the sea so he could pay his taxes. Come on now. 
at, at, a, later, at a later point, women that were surrounding him um, helped support the ministry. But other than that, man, he was walking around ministering the gospel. Yes, he was God in the flesh. However, he was a man too. He needed to eat. He, need, he liked some chicken. And some things had to happen. And he was going through all these different things here. People were, were talking crazy to him. People were second guessing him. And the whole time, he still had the fall of the cross holding over him as he went forward. He knew what he had to do when he showed up. And man, he still ministered. So what I'm saying is this, man, don't get linked up in the whole mindset of trying to catfish God because you can't. God already know what you look like. He knows what your heart looks like. He knows how you smell. He knows what's going on. And he knows when your heart is far from him. Even mine. There's times when I'm I'm sitting here and I'm and I'm ministering and I'm sitting there like, God, you know about this one part here. God, can you please just help me get to the place where you need me to be? See, God, you want it's not about changing up and trying to perform and, and all this other stuff. Look the way you try try ask God. How you want me to look? What do I need to do? I say it like this. My last point is simply this right here. There was a church service that was going on. The priest showed up to anoint the new king. Church service was going on. And he ended up going to David's daddy's house. David's dad called everybody but David to the church. They was in church, shouting, cutting up, acting up, and nobody in there was actually the person that God needed or anointed to be called king. Nobody in there is what who God needed. So the priest went from son to son. They looked good. Some of them was big, swole, looked like they can tear down something. One of them was real good looking and all that other stuff. And God said, no, you're looking on the outside. I didn't call him. But what's crazy is that everybody was inside of the church, but God was in the field with David. I always say it. I'd rather be in a shack in the will of God than be in a mansion outside of his will. Because all of this whole thing is temporary. It's temporary. Even if the shack lasts my entire life, I don't, please don't test me on that, God. Even if the shack lasts my entire life, after I leave here, I'm going to the Father and he's going to welcome me into a mansion on I. So I say this right now, stop trying to catfish God. You can fool people around here, it don't even matter, you know what I'm saying? It don't even matter if you fool people around here. You still got to put forth a, a true witness. You got to be able to stand up and be exactly what God called you to be when everybody's watching and when nobody's watching. Put forth your true face. If you're struggling, struggle and be truthful about it. It ain't about religion. It ain't about uh, the tight suits. It ain't about looking like everybody else wants you to look. It's about looking the way God wants you to look. If you got to struggle to get there, you struggle, you, you dig, you fight tooth and nail to get to the place where you need to get to. Do it. 
You need to get to where God wants you to be. And you do everything you can to get there. He'll clean you up along the way. Stop listening to people to tell you that you got to get perfect before you get there. No, just start walking towards them. Because Jesus says that you draw nigh to me, I'll draw nigh to you. And then he also says that I'm still as close as the mention of my name. So you're not fighting this. You're not fighting this thing by yourself. And you don't necessarily got to prove yourself to God because God already knows who you are. All he wants you to do is start walking towards him. Man, be truthful with yourself. Be real. Put your true face forward. Stop catfishing. Don't be trying to put up no daggone prom picture and you know you, that was 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. Don't be trying to put that up there because God knows you then and he knows you now. He knew you when you were slim trim and he also knows when you like to eat all the, a whole row of Oreo cookies. He knows you and he loves you the whole way. But he wants you to look like him when you get all the way to the end of your race. All right? Yo, I love y'all. I done recorded this thing twice. But look, check this out. Keep going. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to have more episodes out. If you got any questions, hit me up. Yo, I love y'all. Be easy. Amazing. Let's go.